0: Most competitive guy. I I mean I would throw in Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh yeah, Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't
1: overthink it. Hey everyone, welcome in. Another edition of King and Foster here on NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black in our studios in Farmington, waiting on Terry to dial in. Maybe Terry got hired at 97.1, and uh, maybe it wasn't Rico Beard. (laughs) That's funny as hell. I mean, what's going on? Rico's a co-worker. Maybe Terry read the story, and he thought he was hired. Oh, man, that's awesome. He usually dials in like 10 minutes ago to to listen in. I think Jimmy's on there from uh, Plano, Texas, and we'll see his face here. There he is. There's Jimmy. Jimmy, what's going on, man? Maz and Clarence Black here uh, sitting in. Are you ready to roll? Jimmy looks a little little
2: Is he frozen? Is he, he frozen? frozen? I That's think he's a, frozen. We gotta take a picture of that, man. He's That's frozen. A, that that is like uh like he didn't <laughs> like he got his taxes not coming back right. I'm gonna take a picture of that shit. By man. the
1: way, yesterday was tax day, by the way. Officially July the fifteenth, tax day. That's the new tax day. Did you get all your taxes man, in way that. back when?
2: Yeah, I took care of it. Look at that. Oh, look at that. That's a meme that nice. happened, man. We'll have to show him that. Yeah, Jimmy's so frozen.
1: Anyway, we're waiting on uh, the boys to to join us. We could still chat. You know, you know, we had our shows uh, just a few, a little while ago. We had your friend Jay Scott from, uh, now Philly. Philly, baby. From Detroit. Yeah. Kid doing a good job on the radio. Yes, Sports anchor man. out there. Yes. And uh, for Intercom. And he didn't get a call to come on back here to Detroit, but Rico Beard did, and that's good. So Rico's uh, going to be working there again. I think he's been a, an instructor at Specs Howard yeah. for the past year or so.
2: We had him on. That's what he said he was doing. I mean, just, man, great dude. Never heard anybody say a negative word about him. And think he'll do great things there. And I hope it's, I hope it's not a token play. I yeah. hope it's a long-term play. You know I what? If they it's... had to
1: put a black voice on there, yeah. call it what you want. Hey. Call it what you want, but I'm sure he's friends. He's been friends with Mike for a long right. time. Sparties. Two Spartan guys. It'll and, be a green uh, show. It's going to be green. They be say a it green, won't be, heavy but show. You
2: know, that, oh shit, it
1: will be. It'll be a green. Heavy It'll, show, green right. show. It'll be green show. That's okay. Very green. That's all right. That that's what makes good sports radio. Yes, man. Because I gets yes. uh, all the Michigan guys out there and uh, gals to, to dial in and be pissed off as always.
2: What I love, I'm one of them. Hey, look. What I love is that he, it is so critical to have diversity of thought. But it's even more important to have diversity of background and diversity of hiring and diversity of decision makers. And I mean, I am keep saying it, man, It's Intercom. If you want to change the game, it's great that you're hiring Rico. But, bro, like, where's your program manager? Where's your VP? Where's your sales manager? Where, Where are those people? Those are the people that that we need more of. Those are game changers. That's changing the game. This is this is appeasement to me. And and it's cool and it's going to I mean it'll feel good but it this is not this is not to me a this is a band-aid. Is that fair? I mean this is a band and I don't want I'm not calling Rico
1: a band-aid. Well, he's stepping into <coughs> to a number one show in the afternoon yeah, hey, drive, right. so you can call it whatever you want. He's got to be a happy guy. They didn't need Rico. They're
2: doing this because of the pressure that they yes. received. They didn't need him. Mike didn't need him. They didn't need him. Correct. That's they, a fact. If they did, it he would be and, and and for any of them to say, well, let me, we're not doing this because of the yes, you are. So say that. Just say, hey, look, no, you're right, Rob's right. I highly doubt any of them are gonna go on the air and say Rob's right, but Intercom's statement essentially confirmed that he's right. So, you know, I don't know if Mike and when does it start? Does he start today? Does no, he it starts start?
1: like in the first week okay. of August. So you always start then, because that's when the big book starts. Hey, look, I,
2: I sent man, I sent Rico a message. I just said, man, hey, look, I'm I'm happy for you, respect and love, do great things. Um, so we'll see, man. I, I got no reason. To, I have no reason to root against Rico, man. And and Mike, oh. I got no problem with them guys. I got a problem with the industry, and we said it. I got a problem with this whole damn industry. Uh, the lack of diversity, not just on air. On air is a is a. It's a microcosm of it we talk about the NFL no owners like what a
1: <laughs>
2: ridiculous is that
1: the only black owners are on basketball yeah and probably most of them are supposed to be uh probably minority owners I know Michael Jordans yeah. supposedly a figurehead. I still think he's a figurehead somehow of the of uh, Charlotte he might be the number one yeah, guy yeah.
2: but I mean we are in a day and age where we're still talking about first man like you know um, first s first black uh female commissioner in the sec like we still live in a world of firsts and until we we just got to keep cracking them just keep cracking them and keep crack. i told you before man in college football if if your president and your and your head coach and your athletic if 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 everybody is male and pale and i don't have a problem with white guys so i don't no, I get hear it. it. i'm not saying it man it's just people have a have a they're gonna they're gonna natural, hire their yes. own yes that's
1: it yes they're gonna hire your friend i get, friend. It. I get high, it you're gonna hire your buddy
2: yes I get it so you got to make sure that you got a diverse crew so that hey, one of your buddies might be if I if I was going to make hiring decisions and I wanted somebody good I would hire you because I know you I, I know you and it's like there's this artificial and I and I hate when people say well there's one you know. that's what people always point to well demographics say it's like it's not about the demographics it's about what's right and it's about what feels right and this is the same stuff i told you man the survivor civil war is real where the black contestants are kind of calling out cbs like yo you how do you put 16 people on an island you split them up in groups of eight and you put one black person in each like you step off a boat with seven other people you're the only black person you are so aware of that you would never do that in reverse, you know what I'm saying? Like you would never, and that's when I did the Entertainment Weekly uh, interview. I said, "Man, you would never have Survivor Harlem. Maz steps <laughs> off, Maz steps off into Harlem, and it's Maz Let's and Let's make. And, can we make it Spanish Harlem? It's Maz and seven of his uh, <laughs> it, of his uh, black peers playing Survivor Harlem. It's like, yeah, get off a bus and like, there you go. Good luck, Good luck guys. Okay. You're all equals.
1: By the way, you guys are on a hiatus. I just noticed last night. Yeah, Survivor yeah. has been shelved until yeah, COVID have to have to. is cured.
2: Yeah, because you not, you have to travel. Control. I mean, you gotta. But what's funny is now it's probably other countries saying, "Don't bring me your American COVID." Right? Like, how crazy is that? No. This thing started over there. To Lynn, and now told people us. are looking at
1: us J- in Japan. There's nothing going on. They're fine. Yes. There are other countries that are yes. fine. That's because they all listened.
2: Well, we don't. We're so divided. We're, we're not oh, even divided yeah. in
1: half. Oh, we're divided I, in pieces.
2: Well, like we were talking off air. I, I no longer. Well, Lynn said it, man. I when I have two doctors, and the, the two physicians are split along political lines, and both of them are telling me facts, then facts stop. facts don't matter. I mean, we live in a day and age where somebody can go, "Hey, the sky is red," and here is my facts. I'm like, really? But it's blue. Nope, it's red. Here's the fact. Here I mean, now all of a sudden it's like, and we have facts and alternative facts. And I I really legitimately hate this world we live in. It's embarrassing. Yes. Absolutely. And and I didn't ask him, but remember I asked Terry, man, and I thought it was the it it was in a way depressing because I grew up reading Terry Foster. And if I asked Terry, if Clarence Black asked Terry Foster if you were starting the day. Terry basically said if I was starting the day, I wouldn't be Terry Foster. I wouldn't I, there's no way I would be able to write those articles. I couldn't he couldn't do what he did to become who he is, which basically means we're never gonna see another Terry Foster. I mean, think about that. Like I, that stuck with me. Like my kids aren't my kids won't have a Terry Foster. No. They won't have a no. newspaper, it's different. they won't have a Foster, yeah, it's, it's there so won't different. be an album. They're, we're gonna end up in twenty years with all of these people, their articles Bloggers. Are three sentences long. Yeah. Because that's the that's the if I can't get you in three sentences that's it.
1: That's it. That's uh, that's sad. It's horrible. Like I read Lynn Lynn's uh, column today, uh, in the Detroit News and he's he even said it. It's they didn't really publicize it because it's going back into a day twenty five years ago where Gary Moeller uh unfortunately had too much to drink at this restaurant. Can and he
2: we say went batshit? Pardon? Can we say went back? He yeah. just went back. He. Well, you know why? <laughs> it's
1: because he was fighting with his wife. That's will that, do it. There's only one hey, thing that can get a man. There's only one hey. thing that can hey. get a man, and it's called a wife. You got a fist. It's called Ooh. a wife. Woo. She went out to the car. You he know, we got a, to. I, drink. Can we
2: break a COVID rule for that? Yeah. Then go straight. We going hot old school. Eight hey, hot. That bro. I got. Yeah. I, see, I've had two of them. Yeah. Mass. I, I, I've been down the D train, man. You ain't been on the D train.
1: Woo, man. Woo. Can't be easy. woo. That like, no, D, it's not
2: easy. Oh, that D train. Lord. But I tell you what that D train will do. You lose your mind. You lose. Uh, man, I, I know I got friends. I know I got friends uh, and I got family on the X side that listen to the show. I'm just telling y'all I'm not being disrespectful when I say this. Any man that has been on the D train will tell you that he has thought about homicide. Yeah. That's how that is. That That's that, not that, good. That man but
1: what's that, worse, staying in that
2: kind of thing or, or getting the D? Oh, brother, that is. That is what's that worse? Is, that, is, that is sometimes, that is something that every man needs to decide, and then I will just tell you sometimes that decision is made for him. Yeah. But, hey, look, man. We got Jimmy
1: on the phone, too.
2: Bring I, him in. Gary Moeller's wife went bananas on him. Or he, or, yeah. A woman, yeah. A woman could drive you to, to go back. That sounds about right.
1: Jimmy uh, had trouble uh, with the video today, so we're going to get him on the phone. Terry, I don't know where the hell he is. He might be hey. at ninety-seven-one, like I said. But, Jimmy, what's up, man? Clarence and Maz are here with you babysitting.
0: What's
2: up, fellas? How y'all doing? What's up, Clarence? What's, What's up, up boy? Hey, I, they got you frozen, man. They got a, a frozen picture of you. <laughs> we took a picture of it. Hey, I'm, I'm a, I'm a. When I tell you this shit will be a meme in 24 hours, <laughs> it's gonna be a meme in 24 hours. Like, we just gotta figure it out. I know. I
0: already know. <laughs> I know you creative, Clarence. I know you're gonna get it up there. You're gonna get it rolling. Get it popping off top. Hey man, let,
2: <laughs> listen I gotta ask you because you look, you are a power five guy. And when people talk about like yeah, check this people out, being Jimmy. paid, man, the the, the power five is now banded together and basically said they are going to have their own power five um COVID COVID rules for, for testing. And I was telling Maz, I think you are eventually going to see the Power Ooh. Five break away and specifically to start with football and basketball and just say, you know what? This is stupid. I'm going to go ahead and pay the Jimmy Kings and the J Roses. I'm going to, I got number two Kansas and number three Kentucky playing. It's going to be a hell of a game. The kids are being paid. You want to see a great product. You're going to see a great product. I, I just feel like, man, this whole thing has just opened up the floodgates for this power five breakaway. And I think this could be good for football and basketball, man. What do you think?
0: I agree. And I hope it does. I hope this is the precursor to something greater. Like you said, a new system, a new way to, uh, find a way to, uh, compensate the players, And, um, <clears throat> we know that the economics are there. And that at this point, I know we discussed, uh, last week about getting rid of some sports, um, but if we got to start with football and basketball, and you know, <clears throat> and then you know, kind of uh, evaluate from there, you know, I can see that you know happening as well. Uh, but to keep it, you know, simple, football and basketball easily the number supported. Um, that way, I, I believe the the disseminating of the uh, of, of the dollars, um, it won't be on paper that much of a loss. They'll be able to. Uh, You know, then seemingly, you know, have or keep some of the control that they already have with an agreement of, you know, uh, what they want to or feel is fair to pay pay players. So it's the start. Um, I'm not, you know, um, I don't feel confident on it being something that we would be satisfied with initially but I think it's a start and I think over time we'll be able to or hopefully the system will be able to catch up and get an intermediary between um, you know high school and pro, well, like it's like it should be but also where the kids could be compensated
1: Hey, you got started with you guys, uh, the Fab Five. You guys got the got everything, st- you know, got everything in motion. I mean, we could all go back to those days when you guys were walking the streets, looking at your jerseys in the window. It goes back to you guys, and it's taken all this time now to maybe come to finally have it the way you guys want to have it. What do you think the best system would be, Jimmy, going forward? How to pay these players? Who gets what? What's the most that pay- players should be getting?
0: I don't know what the what the most is, and I don't know what the minimum is because it depends on me it's the cost of living. It's pretty simple um you could do an average of the cost of living for the particular city or town um you know it's not it's 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 it, it's just really evaluating the number, so I don't know if there is a hard number across the board or you gotta look at the cost of living, which you know if we really break it down that's what um is done. Uh, For finances in in the corporate world, it could be done in the same manner um, where it's forecasted and you're able to, you know, um, to have a formula and a plan and and really just treat it, you know, the way that it should be. I think if if that's the case and everybody is in agreement, uh, it doesn't seem like one side is unfairly getting – compensated or or has an advantage over the other, I think people will be happy with whatever system comes
2: up. Jimmy, some people have said, you know, annuity, something that, you know, basically an annuity, something where it's an insurance. Like, hey, okay, Jimmy. So whether or not Jimmy goes pro or not, when, if he decides, hey, I'm done after two years or whatever, whenever you decide that you are, your contract is done with your university, you will get this whatever, whatever payment. Do you think that that's something that, you know, if we were to go back in time, right, in in you guys the Power Five, so obviously the Big Ten would be in the Power Five. If you guys were all getting paid, would you want a to be treated like an employee and get your you know your paycheck the first and fifteenth every two weeks, uh, or you know, do you think that would make it too much of a job and you would lose some of the? I guess the feel of college. Like, you know, it, just looking back for you, what do you what would it have been like if you were getting paid? And how would you want you to, know, to be compensated?
0: It wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't affect the, the effects of college. College is college life. The only effect that the couple of dollars that, you know, we were asking for was just for comfortability. To be able to put gas in the car, to be able to get a pizza, to be able to eat, um, after you coming home from, you know, Writing a, a ten page or a fifteen page paper. That's that's all. It wasn't you know it, it was to us an injustice, and you know they're selling our jerseys, we filling the arenas, and um you know the the dollars uh, going from a million to ten million in in a year. You know we had a, uh, a direct influence on that. We understood how those economics flew. So that was our you know, uh, that was our political <laughs> stake and social, you know, stake and, and message. Um, and today, what what's going on, and what we see today and, and, and what the kids are able to um, reap from it, and we, under, we understood, you know, back then that, that we had to sacrifice. And it's the same thing. These kids are going to benefit now. But later on down the road, they're going to have to sacrifice to make it better for the ones behind them. Um. So, so, so for uh, for me, you know, like if I was if I was in the position right now, what I would want or would want to see is whatever the first of all, open up the book. That's number one. <laughs> we don't really really see what what the economics are. Um, and so we can't evaluate or make a, a decision on what that would be. But if we're going to speculate, um, you know, we know that there's plenty of dollars to be spread around. And again, it, it um, I guess the—I guess it's been uh, used as a dirty word or a term before, but it's really not. And it's just, you know, we could treat this as business. It, 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 it's a business transaction. And, um, kids can understand that. Parents and families can understand that. That is the education in itself. There's a there's a way that you can learn finance, budgeting, everything, um, and lay it out where the kids can be comfortable, and it's not, you know, looked upon as the kids are being treated as indentured servants or taken advantage of or whatever. And then the uh, the the agreement uh, or collective bargaining agreement, if you will. Could could be negotiated every ten years or whatever that may be, um, and what's fair and it and it's predicated on what, on what the economics and what the numbers say. Just be fair. That's all. I think it's pretty simple.
1: All right. So if they had a number, I'll throw it out at you. Let's say they had a hundred thousand bucks to give you guys uh, for Michigan basketball. How much are you getting? How much is C Web getting? How much is more? You know, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing no, it out there.
0: No. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like a player one player gets more than others. Yes. Is that what you're trying to tear yes. it? Yes. I don't think you could do that. I don't think you could tear it where one player gets more than another and you are causing problems. Now you're evaluating right um a player in a sense where obviously if you throw one more money at a particular player you have a different like that's that's what we're trying to eradicate. Like that's 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 not at the same season when you talk about mixing, or not mixing, but the difference between professionalism or profession, uh, professional sports and amateurism is, uh, is the money. But now if we're going to put in the money, um, the difference is in a negotiating um, format or forum. That, that, that's what's going to be or has to be uh, spelled out and hashed out. Because, as a, if you agree to go to college and say you're recruited, a five star recruit, a Chris Weber comes in, and you recruit another player that comes in, and maybe a three star player, and the three star, but the five star comes in making more money than the three star, but the three star becomes uh, or develops to be a better player than the five star. How does that work? So we don't want to create that type of environment in that in that setting because that's not what it's about. So I wouldn't I would not suggest that. I would have a set number where, regardless of you are a five star, or one star, or whatever, a walk on, you get the same amount as 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 the person that's playing forty minutes a game.
2: Okay, but so, so now. So here's the the flip side argument to that that I've read, Jimmy is the problem is is that the power five would theoretically be going to this model to actually solve the problem of what players consider to be um, equitable. like like we talk about compensation and what they talk about is hey, the school makes X, but I generate X. you make you guys mm-hmm. make so for example, um, I, I forget what it was uh, the year that Terrell Pryor got into it with the uh, the Sugar Bowl. I guess the director mm-hmm. of the Sugar Bowl reportedly, when they looked at it, they were like, hey, the Sugar Bowl is a, what was it, like I think that's a $700 million or something, something crazy, a some, lot of money. <laughs> some astronomical number. Yeah. And what people, you know, Terrell Pryor's point was, I'm not seeing a dime of that $700 million. So, Jimmy, my, I guess mm-hmm. my the argument against this is pe- the, what people are saying a Power Five can do is say, no, look, because here's the reality. If you're mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence – can you really pay Trevor Lawrence the same amount you pay his backup right tackle? And say that this is this is equitable?
0: You in in foot well, I was thinking in basketball terms. In football in football terms, um that is uh that case can be made. Um however <laughs> it's still again, if if and now now you're comparing like different, um, sports, no, not sports position. It's a positioning, right? right? And obviously it's the same. It's just like in a pro. It's the same, same thing. The quarterback is not, it's, it's obviously you can't justify that. No, you cannot because you, you won't be able to. So that's why you, why even start that to begin with? That is not what, um, uh, the college experience in my opinion is about that is an educational environment and if we want now if we if we're just going to say we're going to start paying these players then let's not let's just flat out take out the ncaa and start our own league because it's not going to mix doing both like it's the way i see it they're either going to have to separate and disband the ncaa and come up with their own rules and play their players and do it that way or they're gonna to have to come with a compromise. I don't I don't see I don't see that happen. Well, that's exactly what, the
2: That's exactly what they talk about. doing. That's what exactly what the power five it's is not talking about. Work. Doing.
0: I don't believe I don't believe they want this to go down. I, I haven't seen any or hurt anything, nor do I believe anything as of yet that uh that convinces me that they wanna um uh, wreck the make this thing good. I don't I do not. I have not. And um so we'll see, and if that's what they're talking about, they know exactly what that leads to. Like it's going to drag out some more. It's going to cause they're going to be like, "See, we can't, we can't come up with a solution to play these players. Nobody's going to be happy."
1: That's
0: what that's the environment they're trying to create.
1: All right, Jimmy. Good talk as always, man. Uh, stay healthy, stay safe. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with Terry next week, I guess. All right. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. Jimmy King, Terry Foster, uh, Clarence Black, thanks for sitting in, man. Oh, my man, brother. We can keep going, obviously, but, uh, you know, you got to run out of time sometimes. Thanks to David and Angel behind the glass. It's Tom Asaway, Clarence Black for King and Foster here on NRM Streamcast.